topics um that we went over and talking about and actually we gave a definition of what it meant to deny access and to give you where we were coming from with the topic all together saying that people that hurt you or people that treat you a certain way that you're denying access to your feelings to your heart to your emotions and to all the things that they've done to you so that's what access denied means. And when you're denying access, you're denying access to a certain group of people, people that that um that attack your character. And so that's what we talked about on last week, people attacking your character. And then we also talked about, um, Mikey, I don't have the last week. What's the, the second one we talked about on last week? Um, first one was assassination of character and then strife. Yeah. Um, people but keep up a bunch of strife, always arguing, always into it with somebody. Um, somebody that's always keeping up confusion amongst uh, no unity. It's always something right. with them. Um, so, yeah, so those are, and we really had a great time on last week talking about those topics. And so since we, we knew that that was going to be a topic, a, a topic starter, um, and also that, you know, it was a lot to cover to talk about that because we all have been in. Mikey talked about it's two different people that we will be talking to, the victim and the victimizer. So we've all played both parts at some point in our lives through some type of relationship or situation. And so that's a, another thing that we're going to talk about as well when we go into disloyalty and being envious, people that are envious. We've all been on both sides of the rim, maybe, of both of both topics. So those are the topics that we want to talk about today. But first, you know, um, we want to bring up, you know, what's going, what's going on today and, you know, Everyone knows about the decision that was made about Breonna Taylor. And when we're talking about excess denitis, we also are talking about forgiveness. So when you deny them access, you still, you're forgiving them. You're just saying, hey, you don't have access to me that way anymore. And so with the, with the decision that was made on Breonna Taylor, it's going to take forgiveness in our hearts because our hearts are hardened and we're angry and we're upset about the decision that was made and we can't find we, we some of us can't find peace in our hearts to understand the why you know why why was the decision made like it was why was it why was it ruled that way and then even with the amount of money that her family received so sis do you have anything you want to say about that yeah i just think that we're just in a real um unfamiliar um time right now because we have so many things going on we have so many people that are in grief there's in mourning um we mm -hmm. have we're actually able to and we're going to talk about excess denial but we we really want to talk about whatever it is that the spirit lead us to talk about and i think um we don't want to be so um, relevant to stay to a task and not listen to God. I think that Brianna um, Taylor and, and what we've experienced multiple times with people that have lost their loved ones in the way that we lost her, um, we, we have to be careful because, you know, um, if not, we'll have we'll consume unforgiveness in our hearts. And the mm -hmm. number one thing that I always pray for as an individual, because you know, I really love my people. I love I love being an African African American. I love right. my people, um, and I, I I like to be true to my people too. That you know, we Amen. got to, we got to do some things to be better. But also, um, I'm not gonna re I'm not gonna reflect one truth to a next one to the next one. So we need to do what we need to do 
on our end, but we also need to hold other people accountable. And I right. think the one thing that I will always say is this, is that, and I tell my kids this, is that we have to be careful that we don't become what we hate. Oh, that's good. Right. If we hate right. injustice. If we have to be careful that we don't become what we hate. We have to be that's careful good. that we don't become evil, that we don't allow the manifestation of what someone did to us to manifest in us so strongly yeah. that we become what what we hate. Um, I'll take a story real, real quick uh, from uh, the book of Samuel when you talk about Absalom and his brother Ammon who raped his sister. He yeah. had became so angry with his brother. He became, he became the very thing that he hated. And yeah. so we have to be careful not to do that. And one thing that I want to do is encourage us that God loved justice. No matter what Amen. has happened, no matter what's going on, God loved justice. Um, he says it in his word multiple times that he loved justice, that he's for justice. His favor is on justice. Now, we don't understand everything he's doing and we don't understand why certain things don't happen the way we want them to ha happen. Doesn't make him not be God. He Amen. is still God. Just sovereign in these situations. And it's a scripture in Deuteronomy that talks about that everything that God reveals to us that we pass it down from Jesus generations to generation and the things that he don't reveal it belongs to him and so in some of these things we got to yeah. learn that he's sovereign and if we don't understand it we have to understand and embrace the fact that it belongs to him and so in this situation no we don't understand we don't agree with it and sometimes we feel like life is so unfair but at the same time because of our faith uh, or we lean not to our own understanding but in all our ways that we acknowledge him and he shall direct our paths i just believe god that he will always have a plan for us for his people. I just believe that. I don't know how it's going to work out. I don't know how things going to play out for them, but I just believe that God has a plan. Ultimately, at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, when this world passed by, we're going to win either way. Either way, his people are right, going right. to win. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna win in the end. Um, that, that was one of the things God told me one during some of the difficult times of my life. That hey, you're gonna win in the end. And so, if I was to encourage you. I would encourage you with that. Know that we're going to win in the end. Know that God is going to make a way for us somehow. And everything that was done has been written down. Nothing's going to go unpunished. Nothing's going to not go unheard. God heard. He sees all things. And that's all I had to say about, you know, the Breonna Taylor. Let's keep each other in prayer. If you're, if you're not going through something in your life right now, you need to be interceding. For others, and then you need to be thanking God because there's a lot of people that have lost loved ones. Um, yeah. There's a lot of people that's dealing with grief right now, and every day, someone that we know, someone that we've been connected to, has lost their life. And so, yeah. as believers, if you're not going in, going through anything, you need to be grateful for number one. Number two, you need to intercede on those that you know are losing their loved ones. We're just in a time that we don't, we we can't discern where we up, where we at right now and what God what all God is speaking but we do know that he's speaking something and so I pray that you guys will seek the hand of God that you will seek the voice of God and that you will seek the obedience of God so that when we need him we'll, right. we'll see all the things we need to see in our lives and so we thank you guys um, for listening to us we just want to be um, very sensitive to what's going on in the world we want to pray and cover our loved ones we want to pray and cover those Amen. that are Front line that's going and they marching and they protesting and all this other kind of stuff for our 
culture, for our people. We, we pray their protection. We pray that the angels of the Lord um, guide them safely and that it can be peaceful and that we want to do it where it brings an outcome. And we're just praying that everybody will just um, just come together. We don't have all the answers. No one has all the answers. Right. And if we did, we wouldn't be in this situation. But right. we do know that we need God and we trust every area of our life, even the things right. that we don't understand. Um, they say it like this in the Bible, even when I can't trace you, I still trust you. And yeah. that's what believers do. That's good. You know, that that's so. really, it's good because there's so much going on. We don't, we don't only have the pandemic that everyone is having to deal with, but we're dealing with injustice and we're dealing with race, race, racial tension. And we're dealing with people are dying and people are losing family members and friends and coworkers and an extended family. So we just want to know that God is sovereign. Even when we think that things are unfair, God is always fair and just. So some things are not to our understanding and for us to understand, but just trusting God, believing in God, and also knowing that, you know, through whatever we go through, that it's purpose in it. We might not see it or understand it, but it's purpose. Amen. And so um, as we go into the first topic um, on access denied, it's about people that are envious. So you're dealing with people in your life that have always been envious, and now it's becoming to a point to where you got you have to deny them access because their envy is putting a strain on your relationship. It's toxic. But I want to give the definition of envious. So it's the feeling or showing. It's also, it also has a definition that says emotion. So that's why we have to be careful of our emotions because emotions can, you know, that song, emotions can make you cry sometimes. Our emotions <laughs> can lead us, you know, down the wrong path. And we have to be careful that we're not, we're not reacting in emotion, but we're re reacting off of what we know. So the emotion of painful or resentful awareness of an advantage enjoyed by another joined with the desire to possess that same advantage so it's saying that it's the awareness you see that the other person is resentful about your advantage yeah yeah and that not only are they resentful about your advantage but they also want to possess the advantage that they see that you have so first off i want to say if every, every time that someone is envying you is it fictitious envy? I mean, the thing that they perceive as your advantage, is it real? You know, whatever they're perceiving to be something that you have that they want, is one, is it real? Two, is it for them to have? Because it may not it may not even be for them to have. Because one thing All I right. want to say about advantage, an, air, an unfair advantage is going to always be my promise. Because my promise is mine. So it's going to be an unfair advantage. You can't have my promise. So you're going to think it's unfair. But what you got to understand that yeah. you have your advantage. And your advantage yeah. is not going to be my advantage. And so what we have to know is that we're on, we're on the same level playing ground because we both have advantages from God. We have to use what God gives us. It's not about what someone else has because if you look too hard at what they have and the advantage that God gave them, then you're going to want it. So that's the thing that I have on on envy is that it's a perception it's the perception Absolutely. of the advantage yeah um you know i didn't start taking this type of stuff seriously um 
we talked about assassination of character last week and we talked about um strife and mm -hmm. i didn't got to the point where i really take this type of stuff seriously because it just don't you know i don't know anything about rap i really don't know anything about nipsey hustle mm -hmm. but when nipsey hustle died like it it really did something to me um it really kind of like really opened my eyes to what envy can really do in a situation right and right. um i started taking it really really serious you know because i look at my life and people might see something that i don't see and they might think that i have it go going on they right. might think you know i don't go anything and you know looks are very deceiving because if very. you sit down and talk to me and i tell you exactly what i've been going through or what i've experienced you'll be like man i i i I would never thought that, you know, and right, so exactly. people are of things that they have no idea about, you know, and you are not willing to go through what I went through to get to the place that I am in my life. And for right. you to be envious of me, is silly. It's crazy. But you don't it's even crazy. know and the so place I, where I'm at. You don't even know where I'm at in my exactly. life. So I've learned to really take these type of things seriously. And because it do it'll cause something to happen in your life that you're not even prepared for. And that's one of the things that I learned about Nipsey Hussle because you seen this guy in all his pictures and he had been around for a long time. He had been around for a long time in Nipsey's life and he ended up betraying yeah. him and killing him. Yeah. And so that like really messed me up. And right. I'm still looking at things and situations and I'm like, God, I got to be careful about the people that I know have something towards me. And yeah. I don't even know why the Bible, they, they seat you without a cause. They don't even have a yeah. reason why they do it. They just yeah. do it. And so I had, to, I really took that Nipsey. I wanted to say that because that was important. Sometimes we, I think it's important that we start taking certain things necessary and taking them serious because serious. when we go into the word, of God, when we go into the word of God, when we start reading what the Bible talks about with envious, then we're going to see that that's why we need to take it serious because it's, it's not a game that this stuff be in these people heart and they be for real about it. They be for real about uh, wanting harm to come to you. They be for real about not having empathy or apathy for you, empathy for you when you're going through, when you, when something happened in your life, if your loved one die, they, they come to you as if they, yeah. they, they're going to support you. But they really not. They they really have this demeanor of envy. Yeah, I'm glad this happened to you in yeah. your mind. You can feel it. You can feel it. And, and so, yeah, that's why we, we talked about the ones that's cheering for you or the ones that's actually on the opposing side. You know, you got to exactly. be careful for when that cheer don't feel comfortable. Hey, you ever exactly. had somebody that seem like they celebrating with you, but it don't feel so comfortable? You can feel it. So that means you can feel it. So that means that Nipsey probably felt some things, but he didn't. Want, he didn't. He didn't want. A lot of times, we just don't want to think it is what it is. Yeah, you know why? Because we have. We love people. We love the people that we hang around. We love the people yeah. that we're connected to, and we don't want to believe that these people would feel that way about us. Uh, there was a um, post that was saying why you why you thought somebody was your friend. They was really your enemy. Yeah. And you didn't even know it because you be around this person all the time. And, you know, it's some situations. This is a whole bunch of situations because I went through this and it was like I 
like I can look back on everything and I can see everything clear now. Now that yeah. I've denied this person access out of my life, I can see every detail of it. I can see everything very clear. But what I wanted to talk about uh, was um, envious. And, and we talked about the definition, but we want to talk about what caused envious. It's a right. uh, cause of dissection of self-image. Self-image. Right. It don't have any, if somebody envious of you, it's not about you. It's about their self-image and their perception of their, or who they are, their statue, yeah. who they are. Yeah. And, it, and if you want to put it in another words, it's something real, real, real clear. It's just low self-esteem. They have low self-esteem. And also, I want to say that um, when people possess envy, envy is related to shame. So most of the time, oh, these people have a lot of people that they're ashamed about. So somebody see you in your life and they see all the things that you you are you're accomplishing. They don't see all the things, the struggle that you had. But then also right. these right. type of people, they they have a lot of shame in their life. They feel condemned. That's because they don't believe that, first of all, God will forgive them for their sins. Um, right. They don't right. believe. Uh, secondly, they got lose them they don't believe that the plan that god has for them is to prosper and not to harm them and so they want what you have because what they see in you looks better than what they have so it don't have so anything to do with you yeah they think they do but they don't they don't have to go through what you went through to get to yeah. where you are so nobody get to where they are just because it's a struggle for you to get to any place in life it's a process, it's a difficult struggle, and it's nothing easy. And so these people are carrying around shame. They have low self-esteem. And I pray that if somebody is listening, because this is what I prayed last week, if somebody's listening and you're struggling, struggling, and you know that you are envious of other people, I pray in the name of Jesus that you be delivered. Yeah, I pray amen. in the name of Jesus that you seek uh, counseling. I pray in the name of Jesus that you seek deliverance. Amen. I pray that you will not live another day being envious of anybody. Because let me tell you something. God loves you. He have no respect Amen. of a person. He loves us all. He just want to do something different in your life if you let him. He don't want you to be jealous because you don't have to be. He it, to Just be. because he has a purpose for somebody else, he has a purpose for you. But you got to be true to who you are. You got to be confident in who he called you to be. He perfectly Amen. made you as well. So there's no need for you to be envious of anybody else. Last week, we talked about two people. All of us are not victims. Some of us are victimizable. Some of us is causing harm in other people's life because we're right. operating in low self-esteem. I've seen people, big people that were that meant that's on TV right now that got a, a big ministry. One of those people that I can talk about, and I love her. I love her ministry. Um, her name is Sarah Jakes. In yeah. one of her interviews, she talked about how she had low self-esteem and how she loved the women because she didn't feel good about herself. And, and how she had to come into that it wasn't the people, but it was her. And I Amen. pray that if you have that issue today, I pray that you be delivered. I pray that you understand it's okay for you to come to agreement that, hey, I need to make some changes in my life. And that I don't want to be envious of anybody else. Because the Bible says where there is envy, there's strife. You can't have one without the other. You want to know Amen. why your life is so complicated, why you always into it with people, why it's always you against other people, you against the world. It's because you're operating envious and you're operating in, in assassination and you're operating in strife and God right. don't want you for your life. 
And those that have been victim, God don't want you to stay a victim. He wants you to become victorious in it. And so I don't want you to suffer in silence. I remember Amen. going through this for years and I suffered in silence because I didn't feel like I had the power or the voice to stand up and say, no, I'm not going to let you do that no more. No, I'm right. not going to let you offend me no more. No, you can't do that to me. No, you can't say that about me. But now that I've been that it's past and it's gone on my life. God has given me what yeah. I needed to do in situations like that. So what we're here today is give you what you need to handle your situation. You pray for your enemy because that's what the Bible tell you to do. He said, Amen. you pray for those who mistreat you. You pray for them. And then you gain the strength not to suffer in silence. You don't have to suffer in silence. You don't have to go behind no 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 shame because somebody mistreating you or somebody being ugly to you or somebody trying to set you up and somebody says, no, you don't have to do that. You can confront that situation. You can do it right, in a godly right. way. You can tell this right. person that I'm no longer going to allow you to do these things to me and I'm setting boundaries in my life because this is not what God has for me. And now I'm going to give you this time to get it together. But if you don't get it together, then I'm going to have to deny you access in my life. And so we have a responsibility not only to to get deliverance, but we also have a responsibility to set boundaries. What Amen. I experienced at the time was my responsibility because it's people are going to only do what you allow them to do in your life. So I had yeah. a responsibility. I had a responsibility to set boundaries. You remember last week I told you this is like one of my favorite scriptures because you know I think God is the best thing ever. He says that I set boundaries in the sea. So that the ways will not step my will not overstep my command. That means that God is saying that everything right. has to have a certain order in order for it to operate in a certain way. That's Friendship, relationships, spouses, and wife and husband, uh, family members, everything has to have a certain order in order for it to function right. And so right. we got, we have to deal with things that are not functioning right. That means we have to have uncomfortable situ uh, conversations with people that, hey, don't know that they need boundaries, that don't know that they're out of hand and don't know that the things that they're doing is breaking and hurting people. We have to right. have those conversations. No, it's yeah. not easy, but they're necessary. If you do not set boundaries, people will run over you and they will think what they're doing is okay. But when you start setting boundaries, the people that love you will change. But if the people that don't love you, they'll move around. That's a word for somebody. If you yeah. want somebody, if you want to know if somebody really love you, set boundaries. Set boundaries. Because if That's they love good. you, they'll change. If they don't That's change, good. that means they don't love you. And that means they don't need to be in your life. When people want to be in your life and they know that you're important to them, they'll do what's necessary to make sure, first of all, that you know, they, you know that they love you. Second of all, that this relationship that they have with you is important. If they do not make those changes, they were there for the wrong reason anyway. And I know some of us get hurt about people leaving That's our good. lives. But let me tell you something. Some people don't deserve to be in your life. Everything that right. you went through was because of that person. And so you need to deny them access. Why? Because they're stealing your joy. They're stealing your peace. They're making everything yeah, around you just hard. I didn't mean to preach, but let me tell you, I'm telling you, this happens in real life. I'm talking no, about real. real life stuff. No, it's real. It's, it's real, good. real. It's so okay. I mean, I love that when you brought that in about boundaries, when you said that, you know, when you want to find out who really loves you, boundaries. That's why I'm like, that's a whole sermon in itself right there. It's just setting Absolutely. boundaries to show you who for you and who, who against you. Because if you can't, if you can't handle my boundaries, then you can't handle me. 
Yeah. But I want to go back to when you talked about um when you talked about Nipsey and then you went on to talk about um people want to be where you at but they don't know your what you have to go through to get there. You know, Jay-Z did an interview also and he kind of talked about the same thing and I can't remember verbatim, but I really love the fact that it was basically saying, you know, people see the fame but that in between progress, that, that that struggle, that hustle, they don't they don't see that. They don't want to do that part. They just want to get to the end, and people want to get to the finish line where they're running a race. And so the thing is, you everybody has a race that they they've run or ran. So you you everybody got their own story. So make your story be your make your story be applicable to your finish line. You don't even have to look at somebody else's fame or anybody else's story or ending or victory or advantage if you just stick to your story, to your race, and your finish line, and you'll have your own fame, and you'll have your own victory. And that's the thing is that we got to move with blinders on. Like horses in a race, you know. If their horse get caught off and start looking at the next horse, it's going to be a situation. So... Um, I, I, I liked, I wanted to bring up the fact that I like the, the correlation, you know, the progress in between. And I also like how you threw in that their boundaries can show you where somebody is in the relationship. Yeah. Boundaries, boundaries will run people off. <laughs> yeah. Boundaries will. And boundaries um, will run people off. Run them slap and off. Run them slap off. And like I said, you know, I really start taking... Um, people being envious very seriously because, you know, I when I look at situations, I've seen people do some really rotten, dirty stuff. Like, right. I wouldn't even imagine that you would even have it in your heart to do nothing like that. Like, that had to be something that was rooted deep down in your spirit for you to come across on that type of way. Like, um, right. we talked about how you assassinate your character and how they bring up strikes. And now we're talking about envy. And you'll see that with this envy thing, boy, like, it goes really deep. And uh, we're going to go to a scripture because we don't like to talk about anything without bringing up scriptures. We got a scripture right. from James. 3 and 15, which is one of my favorite scriptures, it says to become envious. It's a different translation, but it says it's not a King James version of translation, but it says to become envious is definitely a, a sin. Yeah. We know envious is a sin and yeah. it's defined as such as God's words. For where envy, for where envy and self-seeking existence, confusion and everything are there every evil things and so when i was talking about i didn't even think that people could go that low yeah where they would do some of the stuff that they did and say some of the stuff that they said and kind of like kind of like try to sabotage your life like people yeah. would be so that they really would go to the depths even to kill you whether yeah. it's physically spiritually emotionally Ooh, people yeah. go to the depths to kill you just because they envious of you that's good. That's like good. Like the Bible said that envy carries. Yes, it carries a horde of evil. Like every work of evil is in envious. That's yes, deep. That's oh good. my God. That's, that's good. deep. That's good. That's really good. That's, that's deep. deep. It's deep. And people be they be there's a lot. It was a book that I um that I um I read a couple years ago, and it says the sin that no one wants to talk about. And it was talking about jealous and envy. And in the book, mm -hmm. it talks about uh, different stories in the Bible. And one of the stories uh, that I'm reminded of was the story um, 
uh, with Saul and um, uh -huh. David. And, and David, yes. And David, and then the Bible says that um, that Saul had a special place in his heart for David, who was just a shepherd boy. And when David yeah. came on the scenes and he killed um, Goliath, this, the whole thing changed. Um, mm -hmm. Be careful when you come on a scene that somebody's already been on, has been on, and then you make a difference in the scene. Talk about because it. the Bible talked about how when um, David killed Goliath, the people started singing. Mm -hmm. Don't you know mm -hmm. of you because of what the people saying? Not because you did anything to them, but mm -hmm. because they hearing what the said. The Bible says that they said that Saul killed a thousand, but yep. David killed ten thousand. And the Bible yep. said immediately something changed in Saul's spirits about David. And from that day forward, he had an envy against David that he couldn't even handle. He had an envy against David that he could not even control. And and, and, and when you read the scripture, it talks about how he tried to kill David time after mm. time after time. And I, I like it, I liked David part too, because I could see myself in there. Even when I had an opportunity to get back at you, I would. So that's for the victim to see? know. Even see? when you have an opportunity to get back at somebody, you don't do it. You keep mm -hmm. your hands clean. You let it's God good. You let God seek vengeance. He said, vengeance is mine because the Lord. You don't seek vengeance on your own. Even when you have an opportunity to get even, you keep your hands clean. That's God rewards by the cleanses of our hands. You don't, have to, you don't have to be in silence, but you don't have to get your hands dirty either. That's good like news for somebody today. Yeah. You don't have to get your hands dirty and be silent. You can say what you need to say. Because if you read in Samuel, David did confront Saul. He asked him, why do you seek me without a cause? What have I ever done to you? And when you ask, and most yeah. of the time, when you confront that person, they can never tell you what you've done. I had to do but that. See, that's, that's the resentment. That's the, that's the emotion, the, the feeling, the resentful feeling. That's what set in. When he heard that song, he started resenting David. And sometimes people will resent you for the same thing they fell in love with you for. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That's good there. Yeah. The same thing. Cause he admired him at first. Yeah. He admired that he was a warrior, that he that he he was a, he was a shepherd boy. He was good with his hands. He was yeah. good in fighting. But yeah. when the people start giving him more accolades than he was receiving, then it changed how he felt about him. Yeah. But it, like I said, this thing is about two people. It's about the victimizer and the victim. Victim, you keep your hands clean. You keep praying for that person. You keep Amen. seeking guidance for God to tell you how to handle that situation. No, you don't have to suffer in, in the silence. You can tell and confront that person and tell that person, hey, I want to know what I've done to you. I yeah. had to do that. I've confronted a person and say, hey, I need to know what I've done to you. And when it all boiled down to it, they couldn't tell me none that I done. Right. They, right. They kept going around the bush. They kept making up stuff. Or I tell you next time it happened. No, sweetie, because if I done something to you, you could tell me now. You should right. be able to tell me now. And that just let me know that how messed up people can be. And we you have to have be to think careful. about why you mad. No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't think about it. You shouldn't have to. If you did something to me, I right. promise you I can tell you what you did. There I can go down line. I don't forget nothing. I can go there down line go. like such and such. Now you did this. You remember on this day? It was this day. I had on uh, and I had my shades on. We was at the park. You did such and such. Now I don't forget. Yeah, the yellow I can shirt on. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I can remember. 
Yeah. But you have to remember to keep your hands clean. You can confront in a godly way. You can right. stand your ground. You With can order. set boundaries, but you keep your hand clean. Even now, I, I got to keep saying this. Even when you have an opportunity to get even, don't you do it. That's it. That's it. Do it. Remember, said, God us by the cleanliness of our hands. Let me I tell you, envy people have self-ambitions, selfish ambitions. Um, they have a spring of an evil passion. Um, everything that person does become wicked. If you ever experience a person that was very envious of you, when you look back at everything that was said and done, you'd be like, oh my God, that was pretty bad. Yeah. And guess what? Most of all, it's the work of the flesh. It These is. people just operate not their flesh. Of course. Just operating not their flesh. Um, James 4, 2 and 3, it says, you desire and do not have, so you murder. Yeah. <laughs> Let me say that again. <laughs> say, so you murder. And do not have, so you murder. Remember yeah. I said they can kill you emotionally. They can yeah. kill you physically. They can kill you spiritually. Have you ever had somebody that every time you do something, they got something negative to say? Every time yeah. they find something wrong with what you're doing, They're if you got your confidence, yeah, so they're trying to kill your confidence so they can feel better about themselves, right? right. Yeah. It said you covenant and you cannot obtain, so even when they try to go after what you have, they can't obtain it because it's not theirs. Demisha said that you cannot hold you cannot hold on to my promise, my promise yeah. is not for you, so right, even right. if you tell us about my promise, it don't belong to you. And the Bible says, it. It you'll never get to be where I am because what God has given me is for me. So you fight and you scroll because you can't obtain where I am. Now you want to fight with me. Now you want to contend with me. Now you want to argue with me. Now you want to assassinate me. Now you want to have strife with me. Now you want to put my name in the dirt and make people believe that I did this and I did that, even though when you know it's not true. Right. Then it says, um, um, you ask and you receive not because you ask wrongly. God is not going to bless you with somebody else's blessing. He's not going to yeah, bless you with somebody else's promise. So you don't need to be envious of what they have because that's not your destiny. So Why do you want somebody else's destiny? Well, you have you to pray for. Don't you know, it took, it took a long time for me to understand that my story was beautiful because God allowed me to have one. Amen. Amen. Well, I have to learn how to embrace. If you see me right and I always put embrace, that's something that I had to hold on to. I had to gain understanding, embrace in my life. Yeah. I, I was so busy trying to have this perfect father-daughter relationship that I thought that I was supposed to have because everybody else had it. All right. And it never dawned on me that my story was beautiful just because it was mine. Yeah. Can't nobody play Mike and Lil Pooh like we can. Yeah. Can't nobody love nobody. each other like we can. Can't that nobody argue like me and Lil Pooh argue. Can't right. nobody laugh like me and Lil Pooh laugh. Can't we had our own unique story. Like Lil Pooh. Yes. Can't nobody do it like Lil Pooh. We had yeah. our own thing going. And so we, I didn't need to have nobody else's story. I'm glad you had your father-daughter dance. I'm glad that you, um, your, your dad was there every step of the way. But I got my own little stuff. It might be a little dysfunctional to you, but hey, it belongs to me. And uh, it worked oh, for yeah. me. 
because it didn't change what I felt about him. I still love him. I was still by his side. And, I, and if I, I'd do anything to get him back right now. So when yeah. I learned how to embrace my own story, that's when it became beautiful. Yeah, your tragedy becomes beautiful when you embrace your own. That's that's good. It defines you. It get, it gives it, it it adds meaning to your story. It's it's purposeful because it's it's defining you every step of the way. You know, everybody won't have that same relationship. Their father, daughter, mother, daughter, sister, sister, whatever it is. But whatever the relationship is, let it define you. Embrace it and grow from it. Good. So that's that's envious. We're gonna we, we don't have that much time, so we're gonna go ahead and go to disloyal. Sis, you want to read about disloyal, or you want me to do it? Um, I, I I really like these scriptures, so I wanted to hit on. Well, it's two scriptures I wanted to hit on with disloyal. Before yeah. I before I get to to it, I want to say the definition, the Webster definition for disloyal, the quality of not being loyal to a person, and then it uses the word unfaithfulness. So look at that. You look at that word unfaithfulness. Who, when you're disloyal, you're not on who who are you unfaithful to? You're not only unfaithful to that person, but you're unfaithful to yourself. You 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 can be unfaithful to God in an act that you're doing. So unfaithfulness, unfaithfulness is not just about what you're doing to somebody else, but your faithfulness to God. And so so I want to read Job first, Job 19. 13 verses 13 through 14 because okay. this is going to show about how his how the disloyal people in his life and why okay. were they disloyal it, it says okay. my relatives stay away stay far away and my friends have turned against me my neighbors and my close friends are all gone that's disloyalty so you're gonna <laughs> leave me right when i need you you're going to leave me when you don't understand what I'm doing and why I'm making the decision I'm making to stay faithful to God. So sometimes faithfulness can make people be unfaithful to you. And that's what Job experienced. And then the, the next one that I want to read is Proverbs, Proverbs 25, 9 through 10. These getting a little blurry. Wait a minute. Because then I'm reading from the book translation, which is a... a a easier translation where well, I thought I was. So discuss the matter with them privately. Am I in the right one? Yes. So discuss the matter with them privately. Don't tell anyone else or others may accuse you of gossip. Then you will never regain your good reputation. So that's talking about when you're talking about someone and you're going around gossiping about people that you're supposed to be loyal to. A relationship that you've established with someone where you said you're a friend, you're a family, you, you, you're a close relative, and and then you go and then you talk about the things that they gave you in confidence. So that's this law. Or it don't even have to be about what y'all talked about in confidence. It can be the things that you know about them that you choose to judge and go talk to somebody else about. So you know that I'm in this situation with so-and-so, and then you go to another friend and say, girl, she's stupid. I don't even know why she uh sitting over there talking to him, and he done cheated on her, and girl, he done had a baby on her, and they married. And, you know, all of that kind of stuff. If you feel that way about it, say it to my face. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, yeah, that's married, so that, that one right there ain't my story. So I'm just saying. Yeah, disloyal man. People that ain't loyal to you, man, that that'll get to you. 
Um, you know, I brought up David and Saul for a reason. So Demisha read Job because Job had a hard time. Job went through some stuff in his life. And that's that's the thing with Job. You have to be careful. You watch the ones that are there for you when mm -hmm. you go. You there watch you them. You watch yeah. them. Because people that's in your life have a responsibility to you when you're going through. Know that true friends have a responsibility to be by your side when you're going through. Joe was going through instead of them being by his side, they were trying to figure out why he was going through. It ain't your business why they going through. You don't know if you if you knew if you knew why they was going through, you you would know that it was gonna happen. You don't know yeah. nothing. All you do is be there for them when they're going through. Watch people that do not be there for you when you're going through. Watch them. Watch Wait a minute. Them. Because Wait a minute, true. And loved ones is gonna be there because you also have to watch the ones that stay with you while you're in your season too. When you're in your valley, it's some people that come around just because they like to see you in your valley. So also pay attention to who's supporting you in your valley because sometimes when people that support you in your valley, they disappear when you're in your victorious season. Yeah. So absolutely. so pay attention. You, you it's not about who's not there always. Sometimes it's about who's there. Yeah, you gotta watch yeah. it both ways. But let me tell you, let me show you the difference though. Even when they there, you're gonna still see the you're gonna still see the disloyal. You're still gonna see the the um the strife. The you still gonna see you're gonna see their clear motives. Cause even when they there, they still not there. I've seen yeah. some people show up on some situations and they there in physical body, but emotionally they're still not there. They they not there really support. They there just to see what's going on. But you can always tell when they there yeah. and they still not support you. It's a different. Yeah. You know when yeah. people gonna be there for you. You know because they there. They giving you advice. They are not leaving you. You don't have to worry about them. They calling you. They checking up on you. They bringing yeah. stuff before you even ask. They doing yeah. everything that they supposed to. Do. So you're right. There are some people that's gonna be there for you, and not really be there. Yeah. So yeah. you have to, you have to wear you have to be careful on both ends. When somebody show up and when somebody don't show up, because right. I'm telling you, nowadays people don't have no loyalty. They're not trustworthy. You can't trust them for as you can see them, but they they gonna always give you some clues. You gonna always see some clues. But yeah. what I like to let me tell you, the people, the reason why disloyal uh, loyalty or disloyal hurts so bad is because it's gonna always be somebody you trust. Yeah, every time, yes, yes. every it's, time. Yes, let me read yes. this. Let me read this scripture to you. Um, and this is one of my favorite scriptures. Y'all know I told y'all last week about the uh John Prevere, the Bane of Satan. Mm -hmm. That's one of my favorite books because it talks about offense, it talks about the betrayal of people. Let me tell you why I know that the people that betray you, why it hurts so much. Because the scripture tells, let me tell you what the scripture says in Psalms 41 and 9. It said, even my close friend whom yeah. I trusted, the one who ate my bread, uh-huh, 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 his heel against me. All and right. then Psalms 55, he said, the one, my my even my closest, the one yeah. that I tell everything to, the one that I share all my secrets with, the one that I trust more than anybody in this world. He says, the one who I ate bread, we, we, we have we have a relationship. We break bread together. We do everything together. That's my boo. That's my homegirl. Yeah. We've been knowing each other for a long time. The one that I trusted the most. You know, what, you know what? That is good. It, it, it's so lifted, good to me. Yeah. He said, has lifted his heel against me. 
You didn't came yeah. against me. But you know this what? Psalm 51 is to blow your mind. What okay. you gonna say to I was gonna say, and why it's so good is because he said, Judas said, it'll be the one that I greet with a kiss. Yeah. If I'm gonna greet you yeah. with a kiss, that means we yeah. close. We close. Yes. I'm yes. you saying, hey, sis, how you doing? Yes. That's the one right there. That's the one. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and I'm a, I'm glad you brought that up, but I'm going to finish this and I'm going to bring that back up. Okay. So, okay. 55 and 12 and 14 through 14 says, for if I got my bifocus on that, y'all. Holla at you. For it is not an enemy who insults me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could have handled that. Nor is it someone who hates me and who has and who now arise against me. Yeah. I could have hid myself from them. But yes. Yes. a man I treated as my equal, my personal confidant, my close friend. We had good fellowship together. We even walked to walk together in the house of God together. We did yes. everything. That means we had a spiritual walk. We had an emotional walk. Yes. We had a spiritual walk. I did everything with you. I could have handled it if it was anybody else except for you. The That's person I put on a pedestal, the person that I believed in when I didn't believe when, when nobody else believed in you, I was the one that believed in you. When nobody else would give you a chance, I was the one that would give you. When, when nobody else would be your friend, I was the one that was your friend. It was you yeah. that I trusted. And you was the one that betrayed me. I could have handled it if it was anybody else. It wouldn't yeah. even hurt me that bad if it was anybody else. But I found I that it was you. I would from somebody else. I would expect it. I would expect it from my enemy. Yeah. But not the person that I broke bread with. Not the one that I got on my knees and prayed with. Not the one that I, I, I came to your house and helped you with your kids. And you came to my house and helped me with my kids. Not that one. And that's Come why I portray so bad. Because it's always going to be someone that you trusted. Somebody that you you allowed to come into your heart. And you yeah. thought you was a friend. And you all along, you found out that you were their enemy. Not that you they were your enemy. But you was their mm-hmm. enemy. Mm-hmm. They looked at mm-hmm. you as an enemy. Mm-hmm. I could have had it any other way, but I found out it was somebody that I love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Praise That's God. That's why for you that. forgive them because you can't take the bait. Yeah. The scripture yeah. is telling us that the people that's gonna be in our life, we're gonna have some Judases and we're gonna have some Peter. And I'm glad you brought that you brought that up because there's a difference between a Judas and a Peter. And the only way I can tell you the difference between Judas and Peter is the heart. Yeah. I told, I told some things that I shouldn't have told about somebody that told me in confidence. And let me tell y'all something. I honestly didn't mean to say it because I was being messy. Right. I was in a conversation and it slipped out of my mouth before I knew it. But let me tell you what I did. I called that person up. I took accountability and I told yeah. that person what I said. And that even brought us even closer because she was like, your people don't do that kind of stuff. But I wanted to make sure that I cover my end and I let this person know, look, I said this and this is exactly what I said. I was just talking. I didn't mean for it to come out because usually I do forget stuff that people tell me about their life because I don't be want to know no way. It'd be just way too much. And most of the time I didn't discern it anyway. So I don't really want to know no way. But I said something that I shouldn't have said. So in order to make it right, I went to that person and I told that person, hey, 
This is what I said. I promise you I didn't mean to say it. And I apologize to you. And I was there to apologize and she forgave me. And she forgave me because she said people will not come and tell you that they made a mistake. Most of the right. time you have to find out that they did it after you threw some, behind threw somebody else. Yeah, yeah, through somebody else. And she said, I'm glad that you told me. And you know what she did? She trusted me even more and even told and confided in me some more stuff. So yeah. you can fix the wrongs. You can everybody's everybody has been wrong at some time. You can fix your wrongs, you can make your wrongs right. All you have to do is be honest. All you have to do is be truthful. Go to that person and say, I, I for, um, forgive me. Be, have yeah. a Peter heart, not a Judas heart. Because right, everything right. that Judas did brought death. Yeah. Everything he did brought death. But Peter brought redemption. Ooh, so you like might that. make a mistake. Like you might have an experience where you deny Jesus. You deny friendship. You might yeah. be too to a little bit, as you can say. But you got to know the difference of, of having accountability yeah. to make sure you hold your own self accountable and go to that person and say, hey, I messed up. Amen. Let me tell you, Amen. people appreciate that. They people appreciate you being honest. I mean, that, I mean, that's even to me. I mean, that's the realest as you can get is that you can come and say that, hey, I said something about you to somebody else. But let me tell you what I said. Who can't appreciate exactly. that? Who can't appreciate that? Everybody that messed up. Everybody that said some stuff that they shouldn't have said. Some people that let some stuff slip out. Everybody don't do it in a, a malicious way. Sometimes right. you just make mistakes. And you learn from them and you grow from them and you know better next time. But there are some people that do it on purpose. Yeah. There are some people do it because they trying to really hurt you. Saul was really yeah. trying to hurt David. He was trying, he didn't even know why he was trying to hurt him. Uh, but he was consistent in it. Every time David looked up, he was trying to kill him. Every time he looked up, he was trying to cut his head off. And David, what David did was keep his hands clean. Let me tell you something. If you're a victim of somebody being envious, or you be a victim of somebody being disloyal to you, or if you're a victim of somebody uh 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 assassinating your character and always bringing up strife with you, the first thing that you need to walk in is forgiveness. Amen. Amen. And if you walk in forgiveness, what you will also walk in is grace. You can extend grace and mercy to them. You Amen. won't seek your own. You'll keep your hand clean because the reward that God has for you is so much greater than, than you getting back at that person. Because let me tell you something. Can't nobody handle people like God can. Ooh, ooh. Can't nobody handle people like God can. God will shut up your enemies. Yes, yes, he will. God will shut up your enemies. I do want to say this, and I'm going to be quiet because I'll be talking. But let me tell you something. I do not want you to suffer in silence. We read a scripture that the Bible says that you can go to people. Yeah. I suffered in silence for a long time because I was just trying to get along, to trying to be peaceful just to get along. Yeah. But at the meantime, I was suffering in silence. I was feeling like I was being taunted and that I was being tortured in Tort a friendship. In, 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 in just tortured and not being able to speak my piece yeah. and say, hey, first of all, what you said was a lie. I didn't say that. I didn't do that. And why are you saying that? Like right, you have right. a responsibility to hold people accountable, but then you also have a responsibility to respond in a way that won't cause you to come become the very thing that you hate. Amen. We have to remember that. We both have to hold ourselves accountable. Don't yes, become what you hate. 
That's so true. That's so good. I, when you said that earlier, I love that. Don't become what yeah, you Yeah, we can become envious, sis. We can become envious of people that do us wrong because we want to see them pay for what they've done to us. Oh, that's but good. Truth, I never yeah. thought about that. I never thought yes, about that. Yes, ma'am. True forgiveness. Let me tell you what true forgiveness does. True forgiveness, hey, do not seek revenge. I knew I had forgave when I no longer wanted to see you suffer for what you've done to me. Amen. It don't even matter if you don't never, if, if nothing never happened, if you never be held to respons responsible for what you did to me. Because I'm Amen. over, I forgave you. I've moved on with my life. Blessings to you. This where my heart is. Blessings to you. That's, my, that's, that's that baby daddy type forgiveness. Yeah, that, that, you know what that was. You know what that was. Yeah, that was a yeah. baby daddy situation. Yeah, I no yeah. longer wanted to see anything come upon him. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I wanted some stuff. I wanted some bricks to fall from the that's sky. I know you for know? me and my you know, that baby. That that was that that old that that real stuff. Like like no yeah. no. You look at here. So I can see a couple of bricks falling, but <laughs> I can see but, some people doing something to you. That's how mad I am. But hey, yeah. We know what that is, ladies. We know what that is, right? Yeah. yeah. Anybody that's ever been there and you've been done dirty, Tough. man, look here. Tough. I'm glad God changed that thing. Do you hear me? Yeah. I didn't even care. And then you know what? When you, something happened to him and you know it's karma or it's whatever a man sow it, you feel sorry for him. You pray for yeah, him. Yeah, you're praying for him. That, that's so you know true. Yes, I feel sorry for you. Cause I really know now. I really know that you really don't know no better, and yeah. I'm praying for you. But like I said, can't nobody get at you like God can. Can't nobody mm -hmm. pay people like God can, cause He know exactly what He, he needs to do to make their heart change. Yes, yes, Amen. And so, y'all, this is the end of uh, deny access, sister. Do you have anything else that you want to add? No, not, not at all. I think we, I think we touched on all the points. And the All scripture the just sealed the deal. Those scriptures Baby. were like so on point with this topic. Baby, and when I tell you, y'all better hold Psalms 41 and 9 deep in your heart and Psalms 55, 12 and 14, through 12 through 14. Yeah. Those are some really good scriptures. Like those scriptures still help me out. Don't y'all know that we never arrive to a level of forgiveness? Every day we are to grow. There's yeah. different levels in this life. You never arrive. I don't care what nobody say. I don't care how holy they act in the pulpit or they act right. on, on social media. Every day you grow. You should grow. You you haven't arrived you know? into your wings. So you have some little wings. Yeah, we'll never arrive until Jesus comes. So every day we have to we have to strive for for living holy, um, to walk in this righteousness um, of God. Every day we set the bar. Hey, God, I'm going to get up trying to do exactly what you called me to do. In I'm going to seek forgiveness. I'm going to seek to treat, um, to pray for my enemies, those who mm -hmm. spitefully mistreat me. I'm going to pray for them. I'm going to love them because we know that love conquers all things. We, if we love people, some people, you, have to, you, you love them, but you can't keep them around you because they, they, you can't embrace them right now because they're not right. And it's okay. That's why love you deny them. But that yeah. don't change the fact that you love them. I love some people that I'm no longer friends with. I no longer have a relationship with them, but I love them. I want to see them do well. Amen. I want their family to be blessed. Amen. Um, but 
but because of everything that, you know, something we talked about that every um, relationship that's broken up doesn't require reconciliation. Amen. Right now, we can't reconcile right now because I can still see that there's no change, first of all. And I've given you multiple chances to change. Um, but right now, I can't do that. So I have to deny you access. But that don't mean I don't love you. Amen. That don't mean I won't pray for you and I won't be there for you. If something happened, I will be there. Or I just I have to deny you me. Because you're right now, you're too toxic. You're not healthy Thank for you. me. And maybe we're not healthy for each other. And so we have to deny access. So we thank you guys. We hope that this has been a blessing to you guys. This is yeah. real life stuff. That's why you see scriptures to back it up. We experience all these different things. We have to learn how to set those boundaries. We have to learn yeah. how to um, create our own peace in our own life. I'm telling you, this has been like the best two and a half years of my life um, where I, my surroundings and my people is where I need to be. I had to learn who who God wanted to be in my life and who God didn't want to be in my life because I'm a love of a person. I want to help everybody. And I, I like to be around people, but it's just not that way all the time. Right, and so right. I had to learn how to protect my heart and I needed to learn how to protect myself from people that weren't going to love me the way I deserve to be loved, whether that's a friendship, yeah. a, a, a mate, um, family members, whomever, a, a pastor of a church or whoever, uh, right, a deacon, right. whoever it might be, some people at the job, we have to set those boundaries and deny mm-hmm. access to protect ourselves. Uh, we love you guys. We thank you guys. Let's stay in prayer for this world. Let's stay Amen. in prayer for our, for our people. Um, and I, I just have to say this. I don't mean to be, um, it's not racial or anything, but uh, right now, my people, my African-American people. Uh, we've been oppressed for many years. Uh, we've been going through the same things for many years. And so we have to pray for one another. And I know a lot of people are feeling like they've been praying, but remember, we can't become what we hate. We can't allow what allow us, what hurt us to become us. And so we have to say pray for, we got to believe God over and beyond what we see and what we, uh, we hear and what we feel. Our relationship with God is not based on emotions. It's based yes. on facts and faith. And so I do believe that God has a plan for our yes. people. I believe that we shall, uh, we might be last right now, but we shall be first. I believe yeah. that we're the head and not the tail. I believe that go. we're above and not beneath. I believe that God is going to move in a mighty way from on our behalf. And when he begin to change, the whole world will know that it was him. And uh, I believe yeah. that. Thank I believe before this world is over. There's going to be a repentance on the earth like never before and that the people of God is going to be going to be on this platform where we know that it was nobody but God and we're going to give him glory for that. So keep people in your prayers as people that have lost loved ones. We're losing loved ones every single day. Every day people are losing loved ones. Keep them lifted. Keep our family lifted. Keep us lifted. We need God yes. right now. Praise God. Um, we thank you guys. Um, yes, you want me to pray? So you to pray. Since I, since I open prayer, I'll close prayer. Okay. Father God, we thank you so much for who you are, God. We just want to open up this prayer with adoration, Lord. Thanking you yes. for just your very being. Thanking you for yes. being the great I am. Yes, Thanking God. you for being the Lord of, of Lords, the King of Kings, Lord. Thank yes, you for being Lord. the Rose of Sharon, God. We have so yes, many God. names that we could call you, Lord, but we just thank you for being our, our, our God, Lord, our keeper, yes. God, our redeemer, our restorer. 
God, yes, I thank God. you that when we're at our very worst, Lord God, you can see that be the best in us. You can see those yes, things God. that we don't know that are, are planted so deep inside of us because you put those things there. So, God, I just thank you for your glory. And I just want to just say, even if, if we had 10,000 tongues, we couldn't yes, thank Lord. you enough, Lord God, yes, for Lord. everything that you've already done for us. And if you were to never do with anything else, God, we just have to say thank you, Lord. Yes, so just Lord, while we in the in the presence of just gratitude and just thanking you, because God, I believe that we have to have gratitude right now. Gratitude yes, is what's going to remind us of yes, who Lord. you are in a time when yes, so Lord. much is going on, Lord. When we yes, have God. things like, when we have situations like Breonna Taylor dying for no yes, reason, God. When yes, we have Lord. people dying from COVID, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. When yes, we have Lord. people that are losing their children, Lord, that yes, are losing Lord. their moms and their wives. Yes, hallelujah, Lord. their husbands. Jesus, we have to understand that you are grateful, God. That you yes, are Lord. so, we have to understand that we are grateful. We have to understand yes, the gratitude, the things that you've already done. The yes, things Lord. that you've already given us, God. That you've shown us yes, who you are. Yes. And then we can just use our memory, Lord God, to stay connected to you, to hold yes. on to you, Lord. And while we're holding on to you, Lord God, yes. we're setting boundaries for the people in our life. Hallelujah, God. Yes, we're setting Lord. boundaries for the people in our life that we can deny access, that we can live our life according to you. Because, God, yes, we Lord. can't be true to you if we're spending all our time dealing with people and operating through the flesh. When we're dealing yes, with Lord. toxic relationships, Lord God, we, yes, we take Lord. away from that time that we can be dealing with you. Yes, Lord. So when we want to talk about something, God, if we want to talk about someone, Lord, you're our confidant. Yes, you're, Lord. you're our companion. You're our friend. Yes, Hallelujah, God. So when we Thank need you, someone, Lord, we need to call on you. Yes, God. Let us be grateful for everything that you've done for us, Lord God. And so yes, I thank you, and I'm just lifting this prayer up, not just for me and Mikey, not just for our families, not just for our heart, Lord, but for the people that are watching and listening yes, for their Lord. hearts and for their yes, families, Jesus. So thank yes, you for who you are, God. Yes, this is God. a prayer just, just, just thanking you for who you are, God. Yes. Nothing else, not asking for anything, but saying thank yes, you, Lord. Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And it's in Jesus' name that I can come before you, Lord. If it yes. wasn't for that sacrifice, I wouldn't even be able to come before you, Lord God. Hallelujah, yes. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank so, you, Lord, Lord, I thank you and I pray in Jesus' name, Lord, as we close this out, we thank you and we give you gratitude for everything that you've done for us. Yes, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Amen. Lord. Thank you guys for um, joining. Thank Demisha for that prayer, that heartfelt prayer. We need God. Um, Y'all have to excuse us because sometimes when you call on the name of Jesus, you begin to have great, you begin to be think think about how grateful you are that God didn't allow the things to, that could have taken you out. Um, you you get this gratefulness in your heart. And so we're, we really are grateful because we understand that it's not because of our doing that we're here. It's only because of the Lord's doing. And so we're grateful. Everything that was uh, assigned to, to take us out, it did. And we're still here to give God glory and to magnify his name. And so we thank you guys for just staying with us and being having an ear to hear what the spirit is saying to us and being um, just being here with us. And we're coming together to be a better people, um, to be better in God's sight, because, you know, he don't like nothing lukewarm. He'll spit it out of his mouth. 
And so we thank you, thank, thank God for Jesus who given us access to so that we can be connected to God because no other man, no, we can't get to the Father without the Son. And so we thank y'all for y'all being faithful to us and y'all supporting us and supporting what we're trying to do in God. We love y'all and we thank y'all. Um, Sus, are you ready to say your part? Can you say your part? Yes, I can say my I can say my part. So as we close. <laughs> <laughs> as we close this we want to remind you to be wise and have understanding walk in wisdom create your own boldness and seek your change we love y'all y'all be 